Okay, so let's start the sugya. The Gemara already on Samachem with Beis, and yesterday's daf was discussing Barichas. Kinu is the different shinuyim, different types of shinuyim. Machlokes Beishami and Beisilol. And now the Gemara brings down what is the source of Shinu Koina? What is the Mokar Advarim that Shinu is Koina? So the Gemara says, Omar Rabbe, Shinu Koina, Shinu is work, Shinu is a Kenyan, it's a Dover Pasha that he holds, that Shinu is a Kenyan. And Rashi adds the words, Heche de Shonile those are the words of Rashi. The Gemara says, Ksivu Tanina. He brings a Ksivu Tanina. From a Posuk, from a Braise. But again, Rashi makes an emphasis here that we're talking about a Shinui that you were Mishane Biyodayim. This is quite interesting. Why Rashi makes that the point. Forgetting the question of the Ksais. The Ksais comes... In Simishinun Dalid, Sivkot and Gimel. He says, I don't understand how Rashi could say that. I want to really discuss more why Rashi is saying that. The Ktsai says, Abakiyas Kasha. The Ktsai says, What's going on? The Gemara says later on on Sadi Bavam and Beis. Kozal Behemov is Kino. Somebody stole the Behemoth and aged, right? Meshalim kishas hagzele, because shinu is kainim. Meaning the ktsayis is saying, I have a clear raya from a sugi sashas, not like Rashi. How could Rashi say that shinu kainim? The discussion of a shinu being kainim is only biyadayim. It's only if the gazlan makes a shinu physically, actively biyadayim. Here you have a sugi, black and white, that says not like that. That's the Ktsaisis Hore. Bakir's question. Anyway, Rabbi Zalman Melsa comes in his Chidushim ala Rambam, in the, on, the, on the Rambam's Haloche, because if you look at the Rambam here, and this is a Rambam that says many Chidushim in it, but the Rambam brings down the halach of Shini in Perik Beis in Ilchus Gzela at the end. Halach of Tazayin. The Rambam says Gozla Shloi Nishtanis Vehukro. Right. Afal Pishin Nis Yaishim Menu Abaylam Arayz Chuzeres Labayla. The Rambam basically says Yish is not a Kenyan, and therefore if the if the item became worth more, says the Rambam, it still go back, goes back to the Bible. You can't say, listen, I stole a thousand dollar item. Now it became more, the Bailum of Miyayish, so Lomaisa, now it's worth $2,000, but they were Miyayish when it was still worth $1,000. So now Lomaisa, I'll keep the profit. Words of the Rambam are as follows. They only gave the Gazlan we know that there's a concept we're going to learn about that even though Yush is not koina, but Yush is koina, the shvach the Yush could be koina. That's only shvach gizos u That's only 
the shvach of gizus v'yoldis, things that are born, things that are separated from the animal, either the shearings of the animal, or literally the vlodis that are born. But avadazok the Rambam, that which is here, avul shvach says the Rambam, that absolutely stays by the Bailam. As I say in Rambam. So the awesome the 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 Rabbis Melzer is aiming on this Rambam, and he says as follows: He says that he holds that there's an afkamina Rashi holds between a shvach that a person does with a kinyan shinui, right, to the halacha called haresel cholafanecha, which is a lower level, a lower level, and he says that. The, in order to say for that it's enough for shinui you pay domin. He says, but as far as the halacha from kinyan, mamish to have a meisik kinyan on the actual chayfetz hagosel that you need to that you need to have a v'yadayim. This is what he wants to say. The the Evan Ozel. So basically, he's saying there's a concept of This is what I stole. This is the way it is. For that, the level Yush is much lower. But he doesn't qualify. What's the distinction? Now, I want to read you the Rambam before that. The Rambam before that, which also seems to make some kind of some kind of what you would call a hybrid hybrid Kenyan of of Shinri. Ashtikl Kenyan, but not a complete Kenyan. Interesting. Listen to the Rambam. The Rambam writes right before this halacha, the second to the last halacha, the parak. The Rambam writes, Gozal Kli, Vishavroi. Somebody stole the Kli and he broke it. Ain't Shomin Loy Abchas. We don't evaluate the Pchas. We don't evaluate the fact that it got uh, that it got worth less right and the pieces we don't evaluate and say okay you know what uh, the clee is broken now it's worth $50 it was worth $200 give him the clee plus $150 no we don't start making evaluations you gotta give him the full money Elo Mishalem Domo and you, you pay the full 200 bucks. The broken clear you could keep yourself. Now the simple way of reading this, it's a, it's a shini. Sometimes a shini could benefit the gazel. Sometimes a shini can disadvantage the gazel. In this case, it's disadvantaging the gazel. He's stuck with the broken clear. Fine. But the pastor how you would learn the Rambam is that it's a shini. The Rambam says, now listen to the following words of the Rambam. The imrotsu abaylum lito akliya shovu noitlimu mishalem apchas. But this is not end all. This is not the end of this psakaloch. What happens if you have you have a dispute? The bailim say, you know what? I want that broken kli. Give me the broken kli and and, and one fifty. The Gazel says, no, you know what? I want to capitalize on my halacha of Shinui Koina. Lachari, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a Shinui. Zok de Rambam, 
The Bailam could do it. It's up to the Bailam. They could decide they're taking the broken kli and you're taking the remaining pieces. Uh, and, and you're paying for the remaining value. The gap, the gap in value. Zokta Rambam, he tries to explain, so why is this the halacha? Why is the halacha that the Bailam get the rights to choose? The Rambam says as follows, Shezu takonahi lebailim. This is the takonah lebailim. This is to the benefit of the Bailam. And therefore it's up to them. This is a very difficult Rambam. A similar din to this we find in Ksubis, in Gitan, in Bava Basra. We find our Loche called the Takona Shetiknu Chachomim Latevosoi, Masnol Odomolo Voimel Yefshi Betakonas Chachom. Chazal make a takona for you and for your benefit. You have the ability to say, if Chazal were misakin on Ruvein a takona to benefit, Shimon, Shimon could say, you know what? It's okay. I'm Michael Tevis. I'm Michael Tevis. I'm Michael Tevis. I don't want it. The woman can tell the husband, you know, you don't get my salary. And uh, the reason why you get my salary is because Chazal Womisakin that I should give you a salary in place of my support. And my support is for my benefit. So this whole package of my salary going to my husband is really a, 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 a it's stemming from although indirect, it's stemming from my benefit that my husband supports me. You know what I could say Bokshapatrani don't support me, and uh, and don't take my salary. And Aloha, she could do that. That's Aloha. A woman could be master. She could do that. And that's Aloha. The Gemara makes this application in many places. And it almost sounds like that's the, the, the Shikha Delish of the Rambam here, that this whole advantage that the Gazlan has a right to keep the Kli, that's his benefit. That's the, his benefit, Zoktavam. Therefore, it's up to you. But it's a shtickle plea. It's not my kasha. All that when ask. Obviously, this is where Evan Ozzel is going. With this concept, where Evan Ozzel is going, you know, to, to try to make a distinction between a shini biadayim and a shini not biadayim. There's different kinds of shinuim. And this is, this is the direction that the that the Eben Ezel is going with. There's a king in There's all kinds of different types of Shinui. The Briskarov also has a big Arichas. The Briskarov Alaramba has an Arichas to try to explain this idea. But I want to try to get a better understanding. And the, the Magid Mishnah seems to be bothered by my Kasha. Not my Kasha, that Hoynim's Kasha. Shinui Kaina. So Lamaisa, the Kli broke. And if the Kli broke, so it's a Shinui. And it's a Shinui Koine. So that's it. The Nigzal, the one who lost his Kli, is his history. His ownership is history. His objective ownership on that Kli is history. So who is he to say that he wants it, he doesn't want it? It's not up to him. 
Right? It seems to be a, a shtickle plea. So I'll read you the Magad Mishnah. Magad Mishnah basically says two words to answer this question. He's bothered by it. And he says, V'tzorichim. Right? He asked the question. What in the world is going on here? This is a regular Shinai. So he writes as follows. It could be, this is his answer, two words. What he literally means is that the Kli is still functional. I'll bite that it's broken, although it's destroyed, but it's not completely destroyed. It's still Shmoyolov. So that the, perhaps the value has been severely impacted. But it's still, it's still, if it's a cup, it's still a cup. It's a plate, it's still a plate. It still functions. And if it still functions, so I mean, this halach applies to Tum of also. It still functions, so therefore it's still connected enough to its original use that it's not a Shimei. It's not a shimmy. So what is it? It's enough of a shimmy that the Gazlan can't force the Bible to take it back and give him the difference in value. Which the Gazlan could do in a more serious situation. Okay, there the owner has been seriously impacted because the Chomets is not worth anything. Even though the Chomets now has no value at all. It's Mama Chappelle. The Chomets has no value at all, and you can still say, You can still say, Here, this is what it is. This is the same, this is the loaf of bread that I took from you. Here it is. The owner says, What, what, what in the world are you talking about? I have no, I have no value from this. This is it. Because there was no shinai. There would have been a shinai, it would work. That's why Hezek Shinai Nikel could be called Harish Shachal, is equated to the power of, 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 of Harish Shachal of Anech. In fact, the mix it, they make it into a cholent, a big cholent pot. Harish Shachal of Anech. A guy could be Matami, his friend's wine. Again, it could be the Dinder Abonan of Konsu, like the Gemara says. But if you hold Hezek Shein and Nikolav Shmei Hezek, they won't let kindness bemaze it. So a guy could have mamish literally made his friend's wine, whether it's in Tehayinesach, whether it's Tum of Tahara, he could say, hey, this, it's yours. Because there hasn't been a physical change. And therefore, it's still, the object is still in his domain. So here we have this like hybrid where the, the Gazal Chomets, we understand there's no Shinoi, there's no qualified Shinoi in Alocha, so therefore it still, it still belongs to the Nixal. Ah, he's going to have a financial loss. So be it. So that's the way it ends up. So we need clarity in this. Okay, we need clarity in this. But again, the issue is being forced to the table with this Shaila. And the Rambam is, is almost complicating it, but with the Rambam making this distinction, Rashi telling us that it has to be Bidayim, the Rambam making this interesting, you know, distinction in Allah where you can have a selective king in Shinui, 
forces us to think more and, and actually get more clarity. So I want to just finish these couple lines, then we'll get some to a vichtiki yisait. So the Gemara says like this: the pasuk is it says gazal. This is the ksiva. Matamalim asher gazal uses the phrase asher gazal. So the raya from the Torah that Shina is kainah is because the Torah used the lotion. The fact that the Torah used the word Asher Gazal has to be the way it was when you stole it. So obviously when you look at this Gemara, it's a shtigla pliyah. Because l'chayra, all the Pasuk is telling you, l'chayra, is like the Rambam. I can't force the owner to take back an object that doesn't meet its original condition. That makes sense. So whether it was a devaluation, whether it was broken, or it was modified. You can have a modification that doesn't devaluate the object. You have modification that makes it more valuable. doesn't matter. The bylim are not mishubit to take back an item that's modified. That would be the simple way to read this pasuk. Right? If it's the way it was when you stole it, if it's not, not modified, unchanged, you can give it back. How many people have a refund policy that mamish could fit this, this drosha? Right? You could return it if it's as as was, con- same condition, as as the time of purchase. The same thing here. Where do we see this whole lumdus of, of ksiva that Rav is telling us? Here we have a pasuk that the, there's something called the Kenyan Gzela. But that's what he says. So this is what all the Achrenim ask this question. And the approach of the Chassam Soifer and then many, many others afterwards, many different Rosh Hashivas, Rebbechonon and other Achrenim, who trot in the same direction, in the same way, is with a very interesting approach. We apply, we have to apply the sugya also in Sanhedrin. Famous sugya in Sanhedrin, Ayin Beis. And this has made it in different shiurim that we gave in actually Shiri Hadaf, in Ksubis and other places, beginning of Seder Noshim. Where the Gemara says a very fascinating halach. I'm only going to literally take out, extract the part that's negat to us. The Gemara in Sanhedrin over there, Dafayim Beis, discusses a Boba Machtera Shegozal. Okay, a guy, a guy who stole an object while he was in Yenna's house. He climbed into the basement. That's the whole complicated sugi Boba Machtera. So the halach is that it's komle b'derabamine. The halach is while he is in your basement, uh, you can kill him. You can kill him. And the reason you can kill him is because he's ready to kill you. And he's ready to kill you because you're ready to stand and protect him. money. it's a whole, it's a cycle, it's a, it's a cycle of psychology. And it's, it's a little bit difficult to understand the lom des kinoi. Well, Mitzah Hashem will be, we'll get a chance when we learn some headland. Beza Hashem is but the bottom line is, what's negative to what I'm talking about now is, he is at that moment, while he's by you, he's considered a person that's chayv misa. 
because you're allowed to kill him. You're allowed to kill him al Zroidif. He's halachically at that time while he's there, he's called a Roidif. Even though he's Be'etzim, not a murderer. But he's called a Roidif at that time. Basically, every, every criminal in that situation is considered a violent criminal. And the owner is considered somebody that will defend himself, no matter what. And in that, you know, in that cycle, he has a halach of a Roidif. So the halach is, but the moment that he leaves your house, he's not a Roidif. Because he's not a murderer. He's not a murderer. So the moment he steps out of the house, he's already he's a odom, he's an odom koshimi yisrael as far as he's not a roidif. So now any damage that he did while he was in your home at the time, theoretically there's halach of komle b'derabamine, because he's considered throughout that event. So if he's by you for an hour, while he's wearing the mantle of baba machteras. It's considered an extended chiv misa. And therefore, anything he does at that time, this didn't have come with the rabbin. And Gemara goes on with a shayla, what happens if he steals something? And the Gemara then makes a distinction. The Gemara says that there's an opinion that says it's only if he broke it while he was by you, which makes sense. He broke into the house, Cause damage, and so there was ten thousand dollars worth of damage, and he walked off. Right. So logically speaking, we all understand why whatever damage he caused while he was by you, he's Potter. Because after all, between the hour of ten to eleven, he was there was an extended halacha that you can kill him, and therefore damage that happened during that hour, he's Potter. Yeah. But if he walked away with your Rolex watch. And he has it on his wrist now. What is that? Well, he does. Now it's his watch. So the Gemara brings down that Rav says that it's his watch. And the Gemara says, if you look over here in Ayin Beis, the Gemara says that it's Mistavre, not Al Kalim Vishavron, that you should be Potter. Because but what kind of business is it? But if you're wearing that Rolex watch, well, what's going on here? Now you're not a Roy. If now it's his watch. So the Gemara says the following Svore. The Gemara says that Komle Bidramine Patels. Why? Bedomim Kaninu. Komlei b'derabavina, you are kainet with the halach of komlei b'derabavina. domim, the fact that there was a komlei b'derabavina at that time, it's yours. And the simple reading of the Gemara is Mama Shapella. B'domim kaninu, since when is komlei b'derabavina a kinyan? Komlei b'derabavina is a p'tur. Komlei b'derabavina is a p'tur. Not a Kenyan. So how did it become his? Now the guy becomes the Goslem becomes a Balchuva. Becomes a tzaddik. And he's walking around with your with your hundred thousand dollar watch. 
and the world raised, you call him to be a Masada Kedushin by you. Your child is getting married. And your Amolik Yababa Machteras is being Masada Kedushin. So he takes his watch to do the Kenyan, the Kenyan for the Tsunoi. <laughs> he takes your old watch, your Rolex. Machta Kenyan. It's his watch now. Bedomim Kaninu. Tapella. How do we understand such a thing? So the simple explanation in the sugya goes like this, and this will explain our sugya, and then we could start understanding how there could be this, you know, different tiers of Ahashiv and different tiers of Shinikainat. The explanation goes along the lines like this. Be'etzem, when a person steals something, they have what we call Kenyon Exela. They have Kenyon Exela. So when they steal something, they get Kenyonim. Now, generally speaking, those Kenyonim are liabilities. The Chayven Oinsim, the Chayven those are liabilities. Very diamond to the Kenyonim of a Shoyal. Of a shoyal. person borrows something. He gets Kenyon Eshela. He's Chayv now, he's responsible for any damages that occur. So that's also a concept of of, of Kenyon Exela. Similar to Kenyon Exela. It's Kenyonim that give you liabilities. Not a Kenyon that, that gives you the asset. It's a Kenyon of uh, Kenyon Exela. The question is like this. The question is, so what's holding back the Kenyon from making it yours? Meaning why don't we say it's like Kibush? It's like you conquered it. Then eh, maybe you'll have liabilities. You'll have to pay for it. What makes it... So simply you learn, it's two different things. Kenyone Geneva have no shaykhs to Kenyone moment. They're only liabilities. That's all they are, is liabilities. Now, Shaiman, we understand such a concept. Because he's not taking it to, 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 to acquire it. So of course it's not, not going to become his. He doesn't even have das to make it his. Right? He's only being coined for liability purposes. But the gospel is taking it to be coined. He wants to be coined. So for this, you could say like this. This is not my explanation. This is already from the Chassam Saif, and really even before the Chassam Saif. It's Meduik and some of the Rishayim that way. And that is that the Pshat is that the Veheshev Esagzel HaShogazal blocks the Kenyan from being Chal. The king can't be chal because there's a veheshiv here. And the veheshiv says that it stays in the domain of the owner. The mitzvah veheshiv. It's a gavaldik pshat. So now you could say that that's pshat in this shita in Rav. In Rove, explaining Rav. Afilu be'en, even afilu notlo, even if he took the object. Since at the time that he did his Kenyone Gnevid, there was a Kamle Bidrabamine, which cancelled any obligations of the moment, including in that was the obligation of the Vaheshiv. So now the Kenyone Gneva were able to mature and to make it his. It's fascinating. Fascinating concept. Fascinating concept. 
So now we can understand the whole music of our sugi as well. Once there's a loch of shini where the Torah says that there is no vehishif, the vehishif is completely gone. Because ke'en she'gozal. So memelit is kinyonim. Because the vehishif is not here, and even the opinion there that argues in Sanhedrin, that's because the vehishif actually didn't go away. It just was temporarily put aside while you were in the basement. That's the mechlekes. But if you had a zap, there's no longer an association of a vehishif on this object. Now the Kinyone Gneva expand and give you that bilus. And you have to, we could be done if you have a Chavis moment or not. And obviously, by us, you have a Chavis moment because there was no Kumle with the Rabbimine. There was nothing that made you potter. There was nothing that made you potter. Now we understand beautifully the Magid Mishnah and the Rambam that if it's still Shmoy Olov, then even though you no longer could be Mekayim Vaheshev with this because you changed it from what it was. So you can't say, well, it's, uh, here's your object, as, as was, as is. No. So you don't have a wholesome Vaheshev. On the other hand, you didn't take away the object from the Bailam yet because the Bailam still, still does Me'ain Maiso. And the Bailam therefore have a right to say, well, I do want that. There's something here still from what I had before that I still want. And they could demand that. And if they demand that, so you can't walk away with it. If there was no similarity, there was nothing left from the object, then it's taka your object. If everything about it is considered new and different, which is the case of Shini of our so again, that's what the Magad Mishnah means. This is Taich in the Magad Mishnah. And in that, our Rashi comes and our Rashi says that in order for the, for the, for the Nigzal to lose his rights to the object, even when there's a renewity, when there's a transformation, when there's a change, there has to be a Maise Kenyan being done. And that Maise Kenyan, Rashi says, has to be Biodayim. Otherwise, the Shinui is not enough to say that you had actually a Kenyan done. And since it's not enough to say that you had a Kenyan done, the Bailam would theoretically still be able to say, you know what, I, I still want my object. I still want my object. And that is what Rashi and our Sugi is telling. That's the Nafkemine. But now at least we understand that it would be possible to have a Shinui, Right? That would be enough that the Bailam could say, you know, I don't want the object anymore. Okay? I don't want the object anymore. But the Bailam would still be able to say, you know what? I decided I do want the object. And there's still, you, st- you still didn't make a Kenyan. And you still didn't make a Kenyan could be in one of two ways. Either the change is incomplete, which has the Magad Mishnah. Or the change was not done via Maise Biodayim. And therefore, that's not a way to make an acquisition halachically. That's Rashi's Chiddush. Because now that we're understanding better that there's a burn up of the Vaheshev Asagzela, at the same time, there's also Haknot to the Galif, these are two Chalokim and Shulchanach. Now we can understand. I won't say two Chalokim, but two Sifim.
Now we can understand, begin to understand the sugi of Shinoi. Okay, I have a wonderful evening. I'm sorry for being off schedule today.